Welcome, everyone. Welcome to episode 29 of the Screen Blend podcast. I nearly got that wrong then. But right now, I'm with my fellow host, Will Cutts. How are you? Very well, Jads. You've, uh, we're recording on a Friday night, and you've had a podcast beer. I have. Right now. And you also had a beer with dinner. Things might get a bit rowdy yeah. halfway through the podcast. Be prepared. Correct. Um, <laughs> but we're also here, and you know, first time we've had a guest come back the week after. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. Yeah, Freaking mind ridiculous. blowing. This is becoming a re- re- repeat thing, guys. Yeah. Um, this is is this scary for you? I don't know. Like, well, I don't well, mind threesomes, but uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed. <laughs> Everyone's different. No, 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 no. Again, um, if you listened to last week, uh, we've got Connor back on the show. Hello, have- everyone. Mm. Lovely Welcome. to be back again. It is good to have someone else to chat to because after a while I'm just talking to this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it gets good, boring. We need, we need, yeah, we need the bands. So <laughs> I'm glad to have you here. Guys. You're running out of bands. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 27 episodes we couldn't keep up, Ooh. so we need to need to bring you on. <laughs> we need the more bands. So um, <laughs> finally, this this week's main topic. So you'll probably see in the header. You've obviously clicked now and have gone. Tenant, this shit came out six weeks ago. Well, I finally saw it last night. So that's finally. What, yeah, finally. So that's the main topic for this and week. And we've been talking about it for quite a few it's weeks now. It's the only movie in yeah. the cinemas. Well, yeah. you've finally seen it. And at the moment, and the not everyone's still gallery. not seen it. True, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I feel like this could be a movie for another 12 months that not everyone's still seen. Mm. Well, especially if it doesn't make its money back. Yeah. They'll just be able to, as soon as it, like cinemas reopen, yeah. everywhere, they'll just keep repumping it out. Yeah. Do you reckon, we'll, we'll get into the news and shit in a sec. Do you reckon they'll put this on VOD, VOD at any point? Or like, or are they just going to keep it in cinemas like in Victoria? Because that's a lot of money that you've. you've Why not missed. both? That's a good point. They or are they just going to keep it sitting there? Unprecedented times. Yeah. Unprecedented mm-hmm. calls. I feel like it would be something that would stay in the cinemas for a while, but they, there might be a bit of crossover. I feel yeah. like what there was a movie that did that. There's quite a was few it, movies. Like an Avengers movie or something that yeah. stuck around forever. Probably Endgame. Probably. I think Infinity War stuck around for a fair amount of time. Yeah. Up until. Endgame anyway. I think it stayed for a bit and then they started to re-put it in. Yeah. But... Uh, we digress. <laughs> yeah, we digress anyway. Um, but so we'll go into news, Jads. Yeah, so Are you lead happy with in that? with our theme. Live from the Screen Blend studio, it's Screen Blend News. Um, and we'll go straight to our weatherman, Jads. What can you see out there tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there's nothing there today. It's but, just pitch black. I can't uh, we're sorry if it does get windy though, because it's quite windy up here. Um, mm. At my place, so I, I saw Connor before my couch little thingy there. Uh, proceeded to be on the other side of the balcony. Oh, um, so you um, might have to run out and catch a couch at yes, some point. Is at, that a, at some point, I might. I kind of do want to see that. Um, yeah, so do I actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll it's, it's a bit okay. dark. Uh, let's, let's hope not. Um, then who's going to run these buttons? But Jads, lead us away with the first bit of news. Yeah, so talking about Justice League uh, HBO series a couple weeks ago, um, some new news has come in. The fact that they will be doing some reshoots with the original cast members after all. So we've got Jason Momoa, uh, we've got Ben Affleck, we've got, um, is it Ray Parker? No, not Ray Parker. Fisher. Fisher. Ray, Ray Parker you. is Ray um, Parker is the other guy. The, anyway. the stunt guy? He yeah, does, like, stunt yeah, he's stuff. Darth Maul. Yeah, Ray Parker, um, yeah. yeah, and Gal Gadot. Um, so they're all coming. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Start again. <laughs> Gal Gadot. <laughs> I mean, you might be right. Yeah. But you how, do you, how do you say it? Uh, Gal Gadot. Yeah, I'd say that. But too. that's probably more of right? a very Aussie way of just going, uh, oh, we've got Gal Gadot uh, yeah. as Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah, yeah. Jack's cultured, unlike us. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, thank you, Matt. Yeah. So anyway, um, for this, uh, they're all coming back. Um, and it's up, up, Or are they, Jack? 
Well, hopefully, actually, they're all coming except Henry Cavill. He's Oof. the missing link. I'm um, not sure why can't that catch is. Can't break, Henry. He really can't. He really can't. But that might be due to Witcher, you know, producing that currently. Uh, but most of the cast are coming back, I should say. And this, these reshoots are going to cost apparently reported $60 million, which is a big chunk of money for a week's worth of filming to add in these extra scenes for the television uh, four-part show. First up, Connor, you're obviously sitting back here seeing 60 mil. A lot of this has just got to be getting Affleck, but like, there's got to be, you're paying a lot of money to have these guys come back for one week. Yeah. And probably also that 60 mil, I'm trying to also take into account travel costs, quarantining for people. Because if you say paying Ben Affleck one week, but he's got a flight to the other side of the world at this point that maybe has yeah. some quarantining, you got to pay for him to sit in a hotel room for maybe two weeks. To and you got to pay shit. for like a five star. Ben Affleck's not a four star hotel no, man. No, he's no, a five star no. man. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A five yeah. star man. Um, he's, yeah, he's not having that shitty meals that uh, tick, a, tick a box. There stuff. is no continental breakfast included. <laughs> it's a full service. Yeah. It's oh, absolutely sure. a that's chef. a forty dollar a head thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's expensive. He's Just, a Hilton. He's a Four Seasons man. Oh, he's, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's the uh, anyway. Um, now, because they already announced not reshoots, but they were going to redo all the CGI and stuff. For the movie, or a yeah. bunch of the CGI. How much was that going to cost? Oh, that was going to cost. Was a that big like chunk forty? Of money. I think that yeah, was, the, that was a part of million? the initial uh, finishing off budget. Yeah, the and forty that, mil or whatever it was to finish the film off. And at that time, they also said they weren't going to do any reshoots. Yeah. They didn't need to. Well, because everything had, everything had been shot. But is again this the typical? Um, I was listening to some things today. Obviously, when you put a film together, you plan for reshoots mm. six months down the line when you're closer. You've edited and you've worked out this scene doesn't work, et cetera, et cetera. This dialogue's not good. So do you reckon they're finally like Schneider's actually hitting this point and then it's like, oh shit, this actually might not work, these sort of scenes, and I have to redo certain parts. Now, this is four years down the track and we talk about some reshoots three months apart, characters looking different. This could be very very <laughs> noticeable. I have, a, I have a, a hypothetical in my head that I – can imagine somehow coming to fruition is that this movie or series whatever never comes out yeah like it's just like Zack Snyder keeps coming up with new things he wants to tweak and mm-hmm. fix and they just keep doing more and more and it just eventually collapses Studio in cuts it off. and it never happens do you the get internet to a, explodes yeah do you get to a point that. where you're like what if he has watched the actual Justice League that came out and it's like shit this one's better yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I actually can't put this out I've gone this far this is shit yeah Maybe well, I-, I mean I guess granted they he didn't get to the stage in the original filming where he got to do reshoots. Like right. he he had left at that stage when Joss Whedon came in to do the reshoots. So I suppose it's not too surprising that he has to do reshoots for his version of the yeah. film. Mm. But being a thing that's already four hours long, yeah. I want to know if they're adding stuff or if it's stuff that I don't know they didn't finish or it's, he's changed the like. Mm, now he's got that extra running time. Mm. He's literally changing the structure of the film. Yeah. That's mm. we'll find out, but. I think he has to. I always thought that I was always sure that it wasn't probably going to work without reshoots. Getting yeah. all this footage in as much as he thinks it can make it work without, you know, using Whedon's, Whedon's you know, extra yeah. footage. I think this was inevitable to well, fix it, it all together. Well, I think inevitability is, I don't know if it's reshoots or more just uh, Tiny e- 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 extra scheduled points. photography. Mm. So maybe this is like you said, it's he never got the chance to do this extra two weeks that he yeah. was planning on. And now has to, and maybe he sat there for the three years he's been sitting on this and was like, "Oh, I don't need to do it." And then he's put it all together and he's like, "Shit, 
I need to touch up a couple of things now. So, yeah. and that being the film, uh, <laughs> oh, that being the film, um, Jazz, what's the next thing on, on today's news or this week's? Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, uh, Marvel, a lot of Marvel films have been pushed back from this week. So really sad news. So wow, we're basically just wow. skipping. Yeah. That goes to, there it is. <laughs> we're skipping 2020 essentially in the Marvel, uh, cinematic universe. So, uh, Black Widow has been moved back a full year. So a full year. Yes, so I didn't. I didn't pay from attention the, to the story. Yeah. I just saw the headline. A full the, year from the original release oh, date. It's okay. been moved back a full year. So May twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, May first. Okay, mm, that's not so bad. Um, and then Eternals um, has also been pushed back to now November. Chang Chi is in uh, jumps. That's jumped. It's moving forward. forward. I don't know. Maybe this article is a little wrong. I reckon it is. I reckon they're around the wrong way. Anyway, um, anyway. but everything's basically been moved back a full year at this point in time. Mm. So it could have been moved forward potentially if everything's you know still on schedule and they've still filmed it. They could potentially move. Shang Chi's filming forward. down here, isn't it? Yeah, it is. it's in, in the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. No, Sydney. Sydney somewhere, it somewhere in Australia, right out, yeah. um, right outside of Aaron's old office. Oh, connections, connections. Mm. All she could see was a big wall they put up over <laughs> this section of the set. Sounds right. Really? Um, sounds about right with it all. But no, what's, uh, Jad's your first thoughts on this? Obviously, disappointment. Oh, yeah, very much disappointed. I was looking forward to going and see Black Widow, what, in what, two months' time mm. when it was uh, pushed back then. Uh, but no, I think for Marvel fans, this is a pretty devastating year. Uh, they weren't getting a whole lot of content to start with. But, you know, now that uh, Winter Soldier... Um, not Winter Soldier, um, Falcon oh, yeah, Winter, and the Winter yeah. Soldier has been pushed back as well to 2021. There's not a whole lot of Marvel here apart from uh, WandaVision, yeah. which is really unfortunate. And we'll speak about that a bit later, but Con, mm. do you see this as a effects of one tenant and what we'll speak about later, but that mm. at the box office and maybe also the amount of money Mulan made on Disney Plus that there was no chance they could put like we out on Disney. Wasn't something come out about Mulan where it yeah. didn't? Yeah, read. the analysts uh, they didn't actually it report didn't. it. Yeah, yeah incorrectly. Correct. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's probably it's definitely going to be money talks, right? Yeah. They want people to be there for the next yeah. the next phase of the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. Um, mm. So I'm not surprised at all that mm. it's happening. I actually, do you think it'll be a good thing for the franchise? Like at this coming into this year, we'd had two or three Marvel movies every year for. Five or six, five years nearly there. Ten years almost. Yeah. Because, mm. what, 23 films up until that point? Yeah, we were getting three or four. Yeah, yeah and, they had, in the last... and they had their 10-year anniversary the year of Endgame or something. So this could almost be a good thing. You know, yeah. delay it a bit further, build up that excitement for it, and especially when people were ready to go back out to cinemas and stuff. It could work in their favour. Just What do you think? Uh, I, I haven't thought of it like that, but I think that's an interesting way of putting it because we sit here now and obviously we'd like to have some... Uh, MCU content in the period we are in the world but at this point I'm sitting there going yeah well maybe I do need a bit of a break appreciate the films again give them a bit more time to reset and plan everything and then everything will be ready to nearly go that boom 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 they can nearly then start throwing us four four movies a year soon that might happen they might yeah. just fully stack yeah. 2021 if they can yeah yeah um, um Anything to end on there? Yeah, no, just I'm pretty devastated and yeah. I'm sure everyone is. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I'm heartbroken. Um, but like I said, they could potentially use this to an advantage once yeah. cinemas open up. And hey, the other 23 Marvel movies are still there. You mm. can go and watch those. Yeah. Still good. Yeah. They still hold up. I've seen them so many times now, especially on Disney Plus. I'm like... Mm. Oh, little, but, little plug for Disney Plus there. You're <laughs> angling for a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please that, give me my $3, $9 <laughs> yeah. membership each month. But that Disney Plus whole thing is now, even for the Marvel content, it is re- that's really all it's got at the moment to rewatch. 
Mm. And that's what we were hoping this year. Besides Mandalorian, I think we spoke about. Did we speak about this last week? Or I think we mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. That what but else there's, is there? Yeah, there's not much else going on now, especially if this other stuff's getting pushed back. Surely there's a lot of Nat Geo pod, uh, not podcasts, Nat Geo yeah. shows and movies you guys haven't seen. Fine, yet. I need uh, mm. Jads. Can you write that down for me on the the pad so I can rewatch that later? Yeah. Which stuff? one? Oh yeah, just all of it. Of course, yeah. But segueing in, one division trailer. I think that's perfect. Mm. Um, so we all we all saw it. Only yep. about a minute long. Yeah. But it gives us an idea of what we're looking at from. I think it's six to eight episodes. Is it six or eight episodes? I think they're putting no, out. No, actually, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, give, um, a, give a take. Yeah, so I think it's about that. Yeah. From, from my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong here, it looks like the first half of the series is going to be set sort of as like one episode 50, 60, Half 70. the series, you reckon? I think that's what they're saying. The first half is going to be like that. and then You don't think it'll go back and forth between modern day and... No, I think that's that? the last four episodes are going to push into... Multiverse of Madness and how that sort of gets created. Mm. So I think the first part is going to, and I think it's going to be not similar to a tenant style sort of vibe, but you're going to be seeing these characters from 50s, 60s, 70s that will then actually be in the real world right now, but mm. Vision's obviously dead. And or how that sort, Yeah, or how that works. Mm-hmm. And she's created this different reality, and this is where the reality starts to go. But thoughts on that? Any, any sort of nitpicking there? I still think they'll have to throw ties back to the modern day and what's happened. But this is taking... Part, what, just after Infinity War? Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. I still think they'll have to throw back to parts of the this modern day. This is after Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's after Endgame. After yeah. Endgame to at least keep... Because he's dead already. Yeah, yeah, to keep track of actually what's going on. So this starts off, you know, in how it appears like a TV sitcom. Mm-hmm. And you're watching this, you think, what is going on? And it doesn't even bother to explain it until what, halfway through the series. I think it's going to have a lot of people confused. They might not like the context of the show without some reasoning. Yeah. But I... Th- so I think it might have a bit between modern day and have a bit of an explanation. Yeah. Before it gets into the nitty gritty yeah. stuff in the last four episodes, if this eight episode yeah. part, yeah, it looks like it's going to draw. Well, a lot of people have been pointing this out, but it looks like it's going to draw from two sort of main comic yeah. runs. Um, the Vision series, recent, I haven't read it yet, which is apparently yeah. amazing, um, where he sort of builds himself a family and settles yeah. down, and crazy shit happens. Yeah. But also, kind of the House of M yeah. storyline, and people, a lot of people have pointed this out. There's a, a a shot in the trailer of a wine bottle that says something in French yeah. that translates roughly to House of Contempt or something, yeah. and people are taking that as a House of M yeah. reference. Um, now, that, in that in that storyline in the comics, that's the event that saw the Scarlet Witch kind of have a mental break after losing her children, I believe, yeah. um, and then eventually rewrite reality to something where mutants with a higher power, yeah. yada, yada. Obviously, that's not really going to happen here, no. but people are thinking that it, they might flip it around and say this is the way that mutants get introduced to the MCU by mm. Scarlet Witch having a big... Yeah. whatever, moment with her powers. That There was a moment in the trailer where she's like changing reality yeah. around her. And it seems like maybe Vision gets brought back but, to life, yeah. possibly. Um, yeah, I, I think it, it's possible. But at the same time, it, I, don't, I don't know if her having a complete mental break yeah. plays well with the character we've seen in the Marvel movies so far. She's, I mean, she's been through some traumatic stuff yeah, already, but she, she's, and she's, but she's seemed pretty stable throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm really interested in this. I think this is because it looks so different from every other Marvel thing we've had so far. This is probably the thing I'm most excited yeah. for, just because I'm so curious and there's a lot to be asked for. Do we get uh, a aspect of this too with her, where previously we've seen two minutes here, one minute here mm. of a character, and now we get to sit down for, let's say, if it's this first hours. two episodes, first four episodes, and then we see what's affected her over these movies to then get to a moment like that, and then yeah. we have to deal with the the sort of fallout because I'm intrigued to see where they go with bad guys and all this stuff and is it more about them in, in sort of this sitcom world? Yeah, we don't really know if there is a bad guy. Yeah. In fact, not many of the other major characters have been 
like yeah, named or whatever. Like no. Catherine Hard's character, I don't think has a name or no. it's no one notable. There is um, I can't, remember, I don't know the actress's name, but she's playing Monica Rambo, who is yes. the daughter of Captain Marvel's oh, yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, but also so she, she become, appeared in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, but now she's grown up at this in this <laughs> version, um, obviously because the Captain Marvels in the nineties. Um, but Monica Rambeau in the comics is also a superhero. I think she was also called Captain Marvel at one point, but she's Photon now. Anyway, so whether she plays into it somehow, <laughs> whether this another superhero comes out of it, yeah, there's just so much we don't know. And I, th- I think that's kind of a, a good thing for a, a Marvel thing or Marvel product going in. Well, Kat Dennings is in it too. Really? Well, she was yeah. in Thor. Thor yeah. so, so she comes back as that character. Does she have a name there? Yeah, Darcy Laws. Like, oh, she yep, comes back as she's the, the exact same character. Huh. Right, uh, that might so have she's something to do with her kind of field because wouldn't it do with like physics and yeah. something? And there two and, Rand- and Randall Parks back as Jimmy Wood, yeah, oh yeah, agent, oh yeah, from uh, Ant So right, um, so throwing in lots of secondary characters. Well, Catherine thing. Hahn's character is called Agnes, a noisy neighbor, which means she's probably going to be the bad guy. Maybe she's like the yeah. she's like the sitcom nemesis, that, yeah. and then she'll become some big demonic thing. You know, I, I, I love that they're um. It's based on like an old sitcom or whatever, and yeah. they've got the mum from that 70s show making an appearance in yeah. there. I was just like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sneaky references. And, and something, sometimes with a trailer like that, it was very quick. It was quippy. There was a lot of shit going on. 60 seconds is all you need sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Hey. 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 <laughs> I do have, one thing I've been thinking about a lot since seeing that trailer is what do you think the special effects and stuff, the quality of that is going to be in these series? These are superhero series. Yeah. They kind of... And especially coming from the movies, where the peak special effects, yeah. you know, millions of dollars thrown at them. Um, other superhero shows like F- The Flash, yeah. and I don't even like even Agents of Shield. Shield yeah. They didn't have that sort of budget behind them. It always looks a little off and a little like cheesy. Do you think these ones are going to live up to the spectacle yeah. of the films? Yes, because Agents of Shield was a network show where these are specially designed for yeah. Disney Plus with, they, with a big budget from... Yeah. I'm not sure of the exact budget, but I think I heard somewhere about... 10 million episodes. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe not quite that, but yeah. 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 Like and I think about The Mandalorian as well, and that yeah. had great special effects. Yeah. So I, I kind of have a bit of faith, but it's yeah. just something I'm... Because these are like the flagship head. series that Disney Plus needs to hold <laughs> they're its They're supposed viewership. to be part of the yeah. Yeah. whole thing. Yeah, Mandalorian, they're going to put in the budget for this, you know, um, new Loki series. I think they're going to make these almost equivalent to a film. In terms of special. Obviously until we see it, but yeah. that's the biggest thing. I don't have a doubt. No. Yeah. Jad's next on the news segment. So, huge news for gamers. So Huge. huge. So, huge. Microsoft has officially... Uh, bought Zenimax Studios. Technically, not officially yet. Anyway, not officially. Oh, you, go, you go first. But what? strongly reported, would you say? Well, uh, they've entered an agreement, an agreement to purchase Zenimax Media. Yes, which is the parent company of Bethesda and Bethesda and Bethesda Softworks and all the developer, developers under that banner. Yes. Um, so while it's not a hundred percent correct, it has to go through some sort of uh, has to be cleared or whatever. Um, Essentially, if they're announcing it, they're pretty confident that it will happen, it seems like. Yeah, and they've purchased it for a whopping $7.5 billion in cash. Oh, that is that is three times the amount of money that Microsoft spent on Minecraft, buying Mojang, the developers for that. Wow. It's also almost double what Disney paid for Star Wars, so just yeah. to put that into perspective. And in, in, in that was Jones. ridiculously yeah. cheap, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was on the sort of on the, on the way out almost yeah. when they did buy it. That went to one man, though, you know, as he, you know... George Lucas, oh, you know, eating, eating, yeah, he was wearing it was his only trackies. $4 billion, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. $4 billion. Okay, yeah. only $4 billion, but 
But, you know, he, like we saw a One couple of years ago, he was eating, eating in the Adelaide food court. If he sticks to that budget the rest of his life and $4 billion, he will be fine Surely getting through he gets life. some sort of residue, residual yeah. profits or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but, um, I think the four bills is enough. But. Yeah. So, the, um, so, Cinemax Media and Bethesda. So, the entertainment company owns several industry-leading game developers. Um, but Bethesda Softworks, the maker of the post-apocalyptic <laughs> Fallout games. I did not say that well. And Podcast the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it is. And the series The Elder Scrolls. And it also owns ID Software, um, which is known for Doom, Rage, and Wolfenstein, which is the um, massive shooting game franchises. Yep. So, huge thing. So... Um, I know you don't know a lot, Will. So, how do you think Microsoft? <laughs> you will mean in general, or just about this? About this. Okay. About this. <laughs> um, so, how do you think they will approach this? Do you think Microsoft will still release? Are you actually asking me this question? <laughs> <laughs> will release some of these games on you know on Sony PlayStation now with Elder Scrolls Six coming out? And some of the bigger titles. Do you think they're going to release it for all platforms? You're what? asking me such a. You're, are you actually asking me this question? No, I'm asking Connor Moore. Okay, oh, well, yeah. you said will. <laughs> you said will, and yeah. I was like sitting there. I'm like, Chad, this is a very, very long question. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to direct it to our games expert corner. Okay. <laughs> is that what I am now? Is yeah. that uh, that's why I'm here? Yeah, you're titled. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Enough. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so. When this came out, there was a lot of questions about this because uh, Arcane Studios, which is also under the Bethesda mm. banner, they made um, Dishonored and recently Prey? Yes. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, they've got Deathloop coming out as a PS5 timed exclusive. And so, and also uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is yes. made by Tango Gameworks. It's a Japanese developer, Tango Gameworks. Yes, that's-, so that's also a PS5 timed exclusive. So going into this, there was a lot of questions. Um, Microsoft has come out and said they're going to honour those exclusives. Um, and in the future, uh, this is what Phil Spencer said, the head of Xbox. He said um, they will come to Xbox, PC, and other consoles on a case-by-case basis. Okay. Um, so how that how that can be read is in a number of different ways. Obviously, the, the they push this in the press release and the announcements and stuff is that the big thing for them is getting these games on Game Pass, which... Mm-hmm. The more I hear about Game Pass, the more I'm tempted to buy an Xbox. Yeah. But these games are going to come out. They're going to work on getting the back catalog onto Game Pass already. Um, and the new games will come out day and date on Game Pass when they're released as well. Mm. So the big question is whether they do take those games, make them exclusive to Xbox, or they do eventually bring it to PlayStation or even yeah. Switch. Um, personally, I can see the merit in doing it both ways. They keep yeah. it exclusive to themselves. That's... Huge titles. Small Xboxes sold yeah. to yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, that's that's a that's subscriptions, that's mm. sales. But end of the day, they could be making millions as well in PlayStation. 5 exactly, that's the thing. If they because mm. they will get a cut of all the publishing, co- all the games published and profits from other consoles as well. So, I for me, it seems likely that they would want to bring it. But I'd 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 guess maybe a timed exclusive thing. So I agree. Elder mm. Scrolls Six comes out first on Xbox for six months, and then later on down the track it comes to PS5 or whatever that's I think that's the best decision yeah, yeah it's but it's super interesting like this is a massive deal it's, it, Bethesda is essentially apart from Sony PlayStation Nintendo one of the biggest game publishers yeah. in the world mm-hmm. like it's up there with EA and well maybe not oh, cash wise yeah. with EA but in terms of 
reputability, yeah. I guess is the word. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a big deal, um, and I'm pretty surprised. Yeah, we, I, I'll stop rambling. What do you guys think? Well, guess what they're going to do. This is going to sell a lot of Xboxes. Still really awkward, too, you know, with Ghostwire Token stuff. The fact that they met, still might release them as PS5 exclusives. Oh, no, they're, def- they're definitely yeah, going to. Under, yeah, 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 under the Microsoft banner. It's just going to yeah. be a bit awkward, We'll see a Microsoft really. logo on the loading screen yeah. for a PlayStation game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really strange. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 2020. Yeah, yeah. 2020. And, and the fact that they announced this the day before pre-orders went, went live for the Xbox, very smart marketing. Ooh. Do you think they did that on, on purpose? To. They yeah. have to. Yeah. Something like this would have been in the works for years. Yeah. Or at least... Well, at least a, at least a Months, fair if not time, years. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. yeah, no, they're definitely... They plan this very well. Yeah, yeah. I know. What do you think? Cuts yeah, what do you, I want to know what you think about yeah, this, Will. Yeah. As someone who's not a massive loser and pays attention to all this stuff. No, no, no. no, no. Kind of don't speak yourself like that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> to be honest with you, all of that just went, a lot of it went straight over my head because when, when you start talking about all these different game yeah. studios and all these guys are with this, I was just like, you guys are having so much fun. I was about I'm, it. That's that's. I was having so much fun. Like I was yeah. at the gym when I the news dropped, and I, so I stopped doing what I was doing. I was just yeah. trying to cover it up. Yeah. I was like, what do you guys gym. think? What does this person yeah. think? It's it's fascinating. No, what were you lifting at the time, Connor? Not enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but from that stuff, I think th- this is the beauty again, getting very uh, philosophical of this Oof. podcast. But no, no, for for that, for you two, I was just enjoying both of you bouncing off each other there, talking about something you both really enjoy. So. For me, I was just like, okay, I might learn something off that when I re-listen to it. But I was just <laughs> when you no, listen, but the energy in the room was was good about what you were explaining. So I loved it. Chad's what's next? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I do want to. I want to try and simplify something. Yeah. So Xbox now owns Fallout, yeah, Elder Scrolls, yeah, Doom, Wolfenstein. Those are kind of the main yeah, ones. Yeah. Mm. Does knowing that make you more likely to want to buy an Xbox? Because I think when we talked about the PS5 last episode, yeah, episode 27, guys, check it out. It was a yeah. good episode. Um, Actually, kind of. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. No. <laughs> um, yeah, you said you were leaning... Damn it. Uh, you said you were leaning more towards a PlayStation. I, right? I will be getting a PlayStation. So you still... I've never purchased an Xbox in my life. So you're not convinced or not interested at all in changing sides? To be honest with you, I've never played these games that much. Okay. Not that they don't interest me. Yeah. I just haven't really sat down and been like, I'm going to try and play a Doom, for example, yep. or try and play this. Yep. So maybe if I did have that console, I might purchase, but it's not something I overly play. Okay. So I'm going to be probably... Uh, uh, is it one of those weird things, though, where you're like, I'm always just going to buy the PlayStation? Is there certain things in life like, I bought the new 2K, and as I said, Jad's before, there's no difference. Mm. So I don't know why I actually bought it. It's just habits. I it's habits. So it's yeah. like I'm just always going to buy the two games. Yeah. So it's not the same as always going to buy the PlayStation. You but might be I don't, right e- I don't even really look at what the specs are. I just go, I'm going to go buy that one because you like PlayStation. Yeah, I'm a play- but I don't know why I like PlayStation. It's true. Just always bought it. That's another podcast. Yeah, why is- do we like things? It's the same with a with a phone. Like, are you a you're an Apple or Samsung? I changed. I went Google after my last Google, phone. Oh, I was Apple yeah. up until then, and yeah. I just decided, fuck it, let's try it. Things might be greener on the other side, yeah. and, and it, it's uh, pretty much the same. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> You don't really feel much of a difference. Uh, no. Continue on, Jads. What's next? Or are we done? For no, this? we're not. So the <gasps> no, not yet, mate. Jads, we're hitting twenty six minutes of the news. Hold this on to your horses. This is like a whole new. You know what? We'll just be the news. It's like a seven o'clock. <laughs> we're news. gonna have to start having several podcasts. Let's yeah, see. I reckon. Yeah. So the boys could be getting a spinoff. Oh, uh, yes. So Variety has learned uh, that Amazon is fast tracking development on a new iteration of the popular comic book series adaptation. So this spinoff uh, f- coming off the boys is going to be set in American only college. For young adult superheroes, run by Vought International, and it's described as a relevant R-rated series, similar to The Boys, um, that 
talks about and explores the lives of the hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the best contracts in the best cities. So, you know, my favorite part of that is after 29 <laughs> episodes, you finally put that radio voice in for about three seconds. Yep. Um, this year, so this is, they're saying high, college, aren't they? Not high school. Because I was getting Correct, scared. Correct, college. Yeah. College for me just saves a lot because they can start them drinking, doing all this other shit. Don't have to worry about all this morally questionable stuff. Yeah, in high school. So this got me really excited in, in a way of this universe is really quite interesting because mm. mm. we're just obviously with the seven and we seem like we're in, is that set in New York City? Or is it, it is. LA? It is set in New York yep. City, yeah. Yeah. And then we've got the uh, the other group of guys, the boys. Um, yes. But I feel like there's a whole other world out there. Yeah. And that's what I'm really interested in. And I think there could be a lot of stuff in this and there could be a really interesting show. The comic's really good in fleshing out that sort yeah. of world. It wasn't just the seven. There was knockoffs of every other yeah. superhero team. There was the G-Men. There was yeah. Payback, who was supposed yeah. to be the Avengers and stuff like that. So there is... I haven't caught up with most recent stuff yeah. of the boys, so I don't know how... They're, I assume they don't really dive into that sort of thing. I'm about two episodes behind. I'm going to binge after... Well, another episode came out today, I think. Correct. Yeah, yeah, so I'll binge so. this weekend, probably two or three yeah. episodes. Mm, sorry, at six now. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I've got two stuff. episodes, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that will be coming out, and Eric Kripke, who created the original boys and stuff, um, are helping out. Yeah, he didn't make the, yeah, yeah, sure. didn't yeah, make so. the comic. Thank you. Sorry. So all the, oh yeah, so it's all the same producers and all that are going to help out. You this. excited, Jack? I am excited. Mm. Obviously, it's hard to tell just from, you know, what news we have currently, but yeah, yeah. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. in the comics, have they ever done anything like that where they've gone and, and looked at anything? Not as far as I know. Yeah. Um, I think it was just the, the straight-up boys' uh, like story yeah. straight through. There wasn't any spin-offs yeah. as, as far as I'm aware. That does kind of like work. They've done those kinds of shows before, mm. you know, teenagers in or whatever, mm. early young adults being superheroes, but having the R rating will probably let them get away with a lot more. It'd be like skins, oh. but with superpowers, which kind of interests me as well. Like mm. Misfits. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of a Sky High. Oh, um, I was also yeah. thinking yeah. of that. A, very, a severely underrated film. Best great movie. movie. Yeah. It's from yeah. Great movie. Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. A severely underrated. But that is with a uh, what I'm. I said it's like R plus rating. It's like that far. I would go is is going to be very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, is that it, Jets? Is that the that's it. It's uh yeah. That's all the news. That's for the news. This week. That's yeah. literally every it's bit thirty of minutes news. of news. <laughs> That's it. That's the longest. Don't look for any more news. No, 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 I'm stopped. No, stop it. Stopping there. Stop. Um, So again, finally, we're talking about Christopher Nolan's new movie, Tenant. So we're going to keep it uh, non-spoilery to start, right? Just because half the world still hasn't probably seen it. Um, But if anyone is just curious about what is Tenet? (laughs) Tenet is a 2020 action thriller and science science fiction film written and directed by Christopher Nolan. And uh, produced with Emma Thomas. Um, uh, Jads, yes, can I ask we'll, you a question? Are you looking at wikipedia.com forward slash tenant? I don't know what you're talking about, Will, <laughs> but it stars John David Washington, Robert Patterson, Elizabeth Debicki, Dimple Campadia, Michael Caine, and we couldn't pronounce this now, Kenneth Branagh. Brunner, Brunner, fantastic. And the plot follows the secret agent, Washington, as he manipulates the flow of time to prevent World War Three. Okay. There's the radio voice again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what my favourite part is? I'm going to make you have podcast beers all the time. You're but basically, loose. I like it. Uh, yeah. Thanks, basically, mate. all of that is correct, Jads, and you've nailed it. Uh, but no, so first up, I wanted to talk about, before we speak about Tenet, um, and our experiences of watching this movie, is our expectations going in now to a Christopher Nolan movie. 
and what we expect when we hear Nolan is making another sci-fi movie. What was your expectations, Connor, when you hear this would be 2018, 17? And then leading up into your experience of walking into the cinema, what were you expecting from this film? It's a good question. Uh, I think Christopher Nolan's got a rep for good movies now. So yeah. at, the, at the very least, I expected a good, interesting movie. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really know a lot about Tenet. Uh, like the trailers they put out were very mysterious. We knew yeah. it had something to do with time. Mm. Um, we knew the actors kind of, yeah. um, mm. but beyond that, we didn't really know much at all. So I guess that kind of not dampened things, but it made it so it was like I didn't go in expecting any grand spectacular. You know, this is what's going to no. happen. Yeah, which is which is kind of cool to go in fresh and not really know what's going on. Um, and then when the reviews came out, everyone was seem pretty positive and stuff. There were a few people a bit like me or whatever. Yeah, but. I don't know. I think I've learned just to, unless the reviews are overwhelmingly bad, yeah. just sort of go in and also try and go in with no expectations. Yeah. So that kind of helped. And yeah, I won't yeah. say what I thought. Yeah, well. Now, the trailers for this film were very vague. There wasn't a lot in it. And the funny thing I thought after watching the film, I was, I was thinking, because when you watch the trailer, you think, I don't really get the trailer, but the movie's going to explain so much more. Yeah. And it didn't. And that was the, what was the exposition in the trailer? What was it? what was in the movie and it didn't yeah. help me anymore. I know I'm going into a bit now, but uh, the trailer still got me excited. It hasn't ruined, even after coming out of the movie, hasn't ruined or gained any hype for an Nolan film. You know, I'm just as excited for his next venture. Um, this one I just thought was a bit more confusing yeah. than some of his other outings. I think for me is I now walk into a Nolan movie uh, expecting my brain to be fucked. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is I, I probably overthought my experience last night. Yeah. And then when I did listen to some things today, um, I feel like I understood it a little bit better. But I think I was sitting there last night being like, well, why, does, why is he doing this? Why is that? But thinking Nolan's trying to stuff with me. So this, was, this is after the film you're talking about? Not yeah, like or going, even during, the, yep, during yep. the experience. I was sort of like, because I'm expecting him to do stuff mm. or do crazy shit when he does something. And then I'm like, this is actually quite simple. Mm. Or, like, simple as I'm doing air quotes right now for him. But... You come into a Nolan movie now expecting some pretty good practical effects, some pretty good uh, special effects. You expect some pretty good character-driven stuff, and I feel like he maybe didn't nail that in in this one as much. But I, you ex- you come in with the expectations, and and I think he did nail it from a. No one gets this money really to make a blockbuster anymore. Of their own idea. No one's no. giving Jack Mason $200 million and going, literally do whatever the fuck you they want. They should. Mm, they and should. They, and I've been saying that for years. Yes, yeah. I would make Give Jack Mason money. Yeah. You wait, boys. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's good because you don't expect, it's not like we're saying with the boys or you're you're connecting it with comics or whatever. Mm. Is. Mm. We're, we're all walking in with relatively should be no expectations of what we're going to see. So Yeah, it's not often you go into the movies to see something pretty much entirely new that's not yeah. based on anything else. Um, do you think the COVID delay did anything to your expectations or whatever going in? I feel like for me, it being delayed for so long and then just kind of coming out, I wasn't really like hyped for it at that yeah. stage. I was like, oh, it's out. I might as well go and see it. And it wasn't like a big deal. I wasn't, it was just something to do. I think I would have loved to have seen this in a packed, obviously my own decision not to go yeah. six mm. till six weeks where it's been out. But I think I would have loved this pre-COVID world where this was a packed cinema. Midnight screening situation. Yeah, I would have. If this was a midnight opportunity, I would have seen it. And I think that's what I would have loved to see everyone else's experience. Because I was just sitting next to my cousin and he was riding every. He was loving it. He was like, oh, like you know, when someone gets really into things, how things, mm. as we'll talk, connect and shit. And I was like, 
man, I wish I could see a whole cinema like this. Yeah. In, but again, that was my decision to go with those six people last night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't like to boast, but you know, I saw it on the first night, oh, so um, it was VIP a bit like Mason, that. Yeah. They call him. <laughs> so uh, that uh, you could tell, you know, there was, you know, you could, there was a bit more atmosphere. I would say in the cinema at the time when I went to see it, and you could tell there was so much silence in the cinema. You could tell everyone around me was just as confused as see, I was. I prefer that. I don't want every time I go to this. It seemed like there was a stretch Woo! there where every time I yeah. go to the movies, it was like someone's on their phone, someone's talking. Oh, it just. Ruins it. It so does. Clapping it does. or wooing. When I don't mind happens. that. That's okay. That's like you're actually paying attention yeah. to the movie. But the person who sits like right in front of you and just not even whispers, they're like, and it's like, we all can hear you. You're not being subtle. I did get that last night. There was a couple uh, back behind us and they were talking a lot and you could tell he just wanted to see this <laughs> and she had no idea what was going on. She's asking questions. Oh. <laughs> Why is this happening? Oh. Where's he come from? Poor guy. And I was just yeah. like, I was about to go, bro, just come and leave her over Do you there. give him the shush? <laughs> Are you a shush? No, I wasn't a shush. Not a shush? No, I wasn't a shush. I wouldn't, I hadn't, had, had, that hadn't been a shush, but I've become a shush. You've shushed? I've become less tolerant. I've become, someone's, like I had a guy on my, like sitting next to me on his phone and yeah. I've leant over and said, dude, you just don't bite us down and he would just yeah. get off his phone. Or if the, the, this, That was when you went to the movies with Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, <laughs> just, he's busy just scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I've, I've become a lot less tolerant of people at the cinema. Anyway. Have you ever been uh, shushed yourself? No. No? Shushy. I've been with someone who was on his phone. Yeah. This was years ago. I didn't really know the guy. We were all supposed to... It's a long story. We were supposed to go to the movies with a bunch of people and it ended up just being me and him and then he got on the phone and started talking to people and people were shushing him and I'm yeah. just sitting there like, I don't know this guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, tenant. Yeah. Tenant. <laughs> yes. Tenant. The uh, Christopher Nolan movie, Jack. Yes. So, no. So, I just want to... We'll, we'll give each other a, a bit of time to discuss this pre-spoilers, but... What did we enjoy? Did we enjoy it? The time travel aspect, sort of, like, what was your just initial thoughts of the movie? And then we'll go spoilers. Um, and well, yeah, yeah, once again, watching it, you know, Nolan always messes with the chronological order of all his films, you know, Memento and, you know, or at least the time aspects of it, even Interstellar, you know, the bit, you know, where the time every second, you know, is a minute. You know. Talking to the microphone, Jack. An hour on the planet. Thank you, mate. Um, getting a bit carried away with my Podcast beer, my beers, blonde light. Yeah, wildly. Yeah, um, but no, I, I, I did struggle, you know, to keep up at times. And it was a bit of a, mind my language, a bit of a head fuck. Um, just watching it. Wow. It was hard enough to wow. keep up. You better, you better make sure you tick that explicitly. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, it was hard enough to keep up with the story. And then the music, you know, the classic Nolan music booms down yeah. in the dialogue. No Zimmer. And, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And I, I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, I just caught up with the last 10 minutes. Now I've got to catch up with the next hour of the film with no exposition and just my wit and uh, yeah, so you were nothing stuffed. else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was <laughs> stuffed for a lot of it. It was just every new scene, I was just 20 minutes behind trying to keep up with that. It didn't necessarily take away the fun of it, but it was me playing catch up and there was almost too much going around in my head to get that full enjoyment you, out of the really? film. Do, do you find, uh, this is what annoyed me probably most about it, is it felt like he hadn't listened to the teacher in year five story class when they tell you to only like keep a couple of locations or like don't just skip random. I felt like it's like, well, now we're in Mumbai. Now we're here. Yeah. And that sort of annoyed me a little bit because the flow, I lost the flow with the editing yes. of how it worked. It yeah. was like, we're in London. Now, conveniently, we're here. Now here. Why does this airport have to be 
over there. Like just yeah. so I know it's espionage. No, and it's a flex. It's yeah, a flex. It's They've a, got all this money. They might as well spend it. Yeah, and we might as well jump. And these characters can go literally wherever they want. And I think that editing took me out of it a little bit because okay. I was trying to work out like, well, where are they now? Why are they here? The pacing getting, was off a little yeah. bit in that regard. I think that you know, one minute I'm not sure if you agree, but like I said last week as well, when he originally meets Robert Patterson. Mm. That scene almost comes out of nowhere. They're globe trotting all around mm. the world, and the beginning almost. I would have liked beginning. No one would say this beginning went really fast, but I would have rather it, it, it throws you in the deep end. It throws you, you in the deep end. Um, but even then, just some of the setup, I would have liked an extra five minutes here or there yeah. to get me into this scene. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Connor, see, I kind of like that about movies when they yeah. kind of throw in the deep end yeah. and don't explain things too much. But g- given what this movie kind of involves and the things it's trying to explain and present, yeah. it does need a bit of bit more of explaining. Um, but no, I liked it for the most part. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any major yeah. issues with it. I think I followed it all the way through, which probably yeah. means I didn't yeah. catch on everything. But yeah, there was like a little bit of the pacing was a little off, but I, I, I didn't get bored during right. the movie. I, it pulled me through pretty well the entire way. It's very, it's very much a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. There's a lot of hallmarks of his style um, and his writing um, in there. So if you like Christopher Nolan movies, I think you'll enjoy this one. Yeah. Just go in prepared to think a little harder yeah. than maybe you've had to in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't really have too much bad to say no. apart from the sound mixing, which we'll get to. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think for me is if you enjoy movies, you'll enjoy this. Yeah. Like if you, I think sometimes we sit back and go, this is shit or there's, we nitpick a lot of things. It's a perfectly good $20 oh, and three hours. still a fine action blockbuster. Yeah. 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 The cinema. And if you get a chance, I'd recommend it. So now I think the first thing I, and you've segued it perfectly, Connor is, is this a subtitles movie? <laughs> this is like Bane all over again. Yeah. This is... I don't know. I don't know why this keeps happening to no. him. It's just... The mixing is a little... Maybe it's not... It might not even be the mixing. It's just the fact that they've decided to put a lot of background noise over when characters are explaining yeah. important things yeah, to the yeah, film. Yeah, pivotal stuff, yeah. I mean, it's not impossible to hear. Like, if you're really... Like, if you, have, you have to... But you have to pay attention, like... Yeah. Mm. Quite hard. There's no hand in a chip packet. No. You don't no. want any of that shit. No, no. You no. need to like pay attention. Yeah. So, Jack, you can't watch it now. You've had a podcast beer. You, yeah. you, you, there's no point in you watching Tenet now. You won't understand. I couldn't watch it sober, mate. <laughs> let alone after a beer and a half. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just it's, it's difficult to hear at points. Well, I even found the thing that annoyed me most about that at the start was just the initial when they dropped the Tenet and they're on that boat and the water sound is so loud. <laughs> But it feels no, like it's it obviously realistic. Like he's probably trying to say to everyone, "Well, it would be loud yeah. if you're in the high That's seas. Nature. Yeah, mm. the high seas is loud. Yeah, you, you can't hear it." And that was just sort of the thing. I was like, at the start, I was like, "Far out! I have to." My ears were like, like really out, ready to go. And it's a loud movie in general. Yeah, like yeah, like just loud. Well, the opera scene was la- like all of that was loud, and you're trying to hear them talk about this shit and trying to work out already what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was a problem with the cinema. To be honest, I, I was. That is true. It could be just. It's not mixed for cinemas, which yeah. seems not like Nolan's style. So were you an extreme hmm. screen, Jads? I was the extreme oh, okay, screen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just in the a finest. I, I was as well. Oh, okay. mm. The extreme screen? No, no, just the normal screen. Oh, well, there you not go. Not an extreme right. screen. Three different yeah, cinemas yeah. and we all had the problem. It must be yeah. the film. Yeah. 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 Which raises the question. Good if work, they'll... detective. <laughs> <laughs> just going to be Sherlock. He's got us. Um, will they do like a Bane thing where maybe mm. for the home release they will re-edit it yeah. a little bit? I mean, I'd be surprised, but. 
It's an mm. idea. It's possible. So do you want to discuss storyline and timeline at all or do we want to just go on characters and stuff? Because I feel like... Well, it's I, feel like well I couldn't understand shit. It yeah. seems like we're entering spoiler territory anyway. No, we're, we're, yeah. we're talking spoilers now anyway. Oh, okay. So let's go talk Blanket spoilers, spoilers yeah. Yeah. they're up if you're into that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, what's our sort of thoughts on all of this and how it happened? And where I don't know where are we starting here? Because there's or a lot. Where, or where are we coming back from? Oh, oh. reference. Temporal pincer. Yeah, got it. Should we start with the acting? I feel like yeah, that's... Yeah, acting, can, go. Um, what do you think of John David Washington? I think he's great. He follows yeah. uh, follows really well after his old man, Denzel. He actually Is reminds he? me... Yeah, that's Denzel nice. Washington. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> when you put two and two together, you're like... No shit. If you know, uh, if I mean, you, I don't even know that. If you Denzel know Washington. that, yeah. you could easily tell his John um, Denzel Washington's son. His sound, his tone, his voice. There you go. Huh. Hundred. Uh, no, you're right. Him. Actually, yeah. No, I can see that entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, ch- you know, chip off the old block. Yep. Um, but I think his acting's fantastic because yep. he was in uh, Black Klansman a yep. couple of years back, and that's when I first saw him, and he did mm. great performance in that Spike Lee film. So coming into this big Hollywood blockbuster, I'm sure he was thrown into the deep end, but. You know, well, he's, didn't he say he read the script and didn't understand it either? So yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the same boat as everyone. Yeah, but you know this guy, his uncles, you know what Samuel Jackson. Hey, this guy's got connections. Sure. So wonder um, how he got a job. Yeah, I wonder how he got a job. He knows. He's everyone talented. That's yeah. how. Yes, that too. Um, but no, he did. A, no, I think he did a fantastic role. I mean, once again, this movie's not. You know, I wouldn't say it relies heavily on you know those. Know, acting moments, you know, not a big, or what to say? There is emotions, but it's not necessarily about the emotion at all. No, it's no. a small cast, though, is it? When you think about it, it's yeah. his character is a protagonist. It's uh, literally the protagonist, Rob, yeah. Robert Pattinson as Neil. Like, did you put Michael Caine in the trailers because you think he's going to be in a lot of it? I want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you just want to talk about it now? Why? Why is he in there? Yeah. I, get, I, 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 assume, I know it's a tradition. It's like a Nolan thing. It's like putting uh, Stanley. Yeah. But Stanley's cameos are a lot less like that part kind of. That's the pacing issue I have with that's the movie. That's what it's, took it out for yeah, me. He's that's like, a, yeah. you know what? We've got to go to London just to have a two-minute conversation with Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah. I'll go to... I can't do a Michael Caine impression. <laughs> pretty can, good. can I get a takeaway? Like, I think he was trying to then try and hit some little comedic beats and it was just like, oh, okay. Just, and I, I hate that in movies, though, when it's like they're ordering food. But I also enjoyed that where it was... It goes both ways. He comes in and they just have the conversation and that's it. It's not like they've been there for an hour and they've had a meal and now we're just going to cut to the moment where it's the important conversation yeah he came there for two minutes and then he left. And there's a bit of fun with it where he's like yeah. poking fun at the waiter and everything yeah. but yeah. it's just it's a whole in a movie that's already two and a half hours long mm. that's ten yeah, maybe yeah, less yeah. maybe minutes that you could have essentially got by without at least he gave him his credit card to, to buy a new suit that's true yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know the suit came in hand no he yeah. did buy a suit for the something yeah anyway so yeah I don't know how I feel about that it's a bit kind of like unnecessary I like Michael Caine but but yeah, when you talk about the amount of people in the cast, it's essentially yeah. him. You had Himish Patel as uh, um, Mahir. Um, you know the guy from uh, oh, favorite yeah. movie yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he just gained like whose favorite 10, movie? Um, well, we, we were talking about it the other day. You know, yesterday the Beatles film. I know of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he gained Wasn't a fair really? bit of weight for this film. I thought he was hard to recognize because he's really thin. And yesterday, he just has a very bushy beard. doesn't Yeah, he? really bushy, big old beard. bushy beard. But he looks a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks a bit bigger in this, so I reference. didn't recognize him. Um, and then you had Elizabeth Debicki and Robert Patterson's obviously a fine actor. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. 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 Theater. But again, his character, even as it was talking acting or roles, I saw somewhere what I, I tend to agree. He's just bad guy 101. He doesn't really have much. I, I felt like maybe he does have some stuff to him, but it just feels like it's a generic, generic bad guy that we have to put in. Or am I incorrect in there? I think you're right, but I think yeah. he did it really well. Like yeah. I was, mm. Kenneth, I don't, 
I'm not generally intimidated by Kenneth no. Branagh, but yeah. in this one, I kind of like he was pretty. He was pretty full on, pretty yeah. scary. So I think he actually did really well. He did again. It's it's essentially like a James Bond film yeah. with really complicated concepts. Yeah. So they didn't have to do too much with either of them, uh, either the protagonist or they. Yeah. They both played their role really well, I think. If you did throw, as we spoke about Christopher Nolan and Bond movies, yeah. if you just got rid of the time aspects of this and this was a Bond movie, well, yeah, well, that's what, as we spoke about last time, I'd love this. When you're mentioning yeah. that jumping around from country to country Literally, willy-nilly, that's, that's essentially a Bond movie. That's, that's a Bond move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it would work well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyone else, there's just obviously the Indian uh, girl who's... The arms dealer. The arms dealer. Uh, and that's basically the cast. Yeah. That's essentially it. And then... Uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Johnson comes in right at yes, the end. Yes, as the military commander. That's Still looking hench. Still yeah. big. Big boy. Big yeah. boy. No wonder he's Quicksilver, not Quicksilver anymore. He's <laughs> too big for yeah. it. Yeah. Too slow. Yeah. Too big. Yeah. Um, so, no, f- from this aspect of the film, I think the acting was fine when it gets into it because I think they also themselves, as some of the actors have said, and like you said before, John David Washington didn't understand the script. So, obviously, it must be hard to act something out mm. when you've been given the whole – it's not like a Marvel movie when they go, Connor, here's page 7, 27, oh, 32 – and Jackie is these pages because yeah. we're not going to give you the whole script. Whereas this, they probably gave everyone the script and then everyone still goes, I don't understand this shit. Yeah. So how hard would that be to act that out then? But I feel like... I don't know, just learn your lines and... Yeah, that's what I mean. They just turned into yeah. just learning lines. Have, and I think physically must have been the more difficult part. Yeah. I think Robert Pattinson was probably the best part yeah. of the cast. Mm-hmm. He was good the whole way through. Um, yeah, John David Washington, I thought he was a bit... Kind of a bit dry, mm-hmm. a bit... Maybe not wooden is the word, but he was yeah, yeah, pretty just like straightforward, which I I think kinda it doesn't make for him to be like a hugely like what's the word? He was charismatic enough that I enjoyed him, but he didn't like overshadow any of the plot, yeah, which I think no. is his role. He's just sort of the protagonist. He's the he's the protagonist. <laughs> he's, he's, your story, eyes in, yeah. he's your eyes into the world. Yeah. Um, so with Robert Pattinson though, are you more when he comes in onto screen, are you thinking, I really want him to nail this so he's my Bruce Wayne too? He's already I Actually, to be fair, this did help me convince him more that yeah. he would make. I thought he would be good already, but this is like, no, nah, he's he's got this. He'll be fine. Yeah, mm. uh, I think that's the first time he started speaking again. I was like, no, this guy can do it for me, uh, and that's where I sort of thought straight away. And he nailed the whole film, even action sequences and yeah. Yeah. and stuff too. And his acting, I was like, no, this this guy's. That's good. why we said everyone's view on Rob Patterson is Twilight, and yeah. we, I you know, he's done so many great films since then that nobody really, he hasn't really, none of them have been the first mainstream. Yeah, this is the mainstream now. Yeah. yeah, he's just been doing indie flicks, yeah. sort of. Yeah, I'll get around to the lighthouse. Sure, I don't want to necessarily watch it, but yeah, I heard it's great. It's messed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Jads, what's what's next on your list of things you want to discuss? Um, yeah. So, well, first of all, did you guys understand every aspect of the plot as it went? Is there anything you might catch on a rewatch? So the first thing I say is I don't understand a lot of things in life very quickly. So Christopher Nolan's time. So. Is our thoughts of obviously it's not time travel. It's that's not what they're saying. It is, is it? Well, it's kind it's, of string yeah. theory. It's moving kinda. entropy. A yeah. lot of vaguely big words thrown uh, around. It's kind me, of a time travel yeah. movie. I kind of enjoyed how the colors of blue and red gave you an aspect of, and they showed it in the final scene straight up. It was like, well, blue's this and red's that. Yeah, so you know, which way is going? Yeah. Which? And once you finally sort of understood that in that first part, what this sort of machine was mm. and did, I was like, okay. I think that made it easier for me a little bit. Yeah. Straight up, once that happened, I was like, okay, now I understand these guys are going this way and these guys are going Yeah, when they were explaining at the start, it was a little, like, complicated yeah. to understand. You know, they're talking about the entropy of the universe and they somehow figured out it's a way to reverse It's called time inversion. Yeah. That's mm. the one. Um, but actually having, yeah, like, as you say, a physical way to represent that yeah. is super handy. Um, so I think that clarified a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, they don't... They talk about a lot of those, like, entropy and 
scientific concepts a lot at the start, but then they kind of fall off. So you don't really have to worry about it. You just have to worry about the core concept of going back and forward. Um, so I think I think I I think I got it. I think I got it. What was the yeah. moment that hit you though when you got it for not got it, but the moment the movie really hit for me was when they were back at the airport the second time, and it was Washington's characters fighting each other, and you worked out. Did you pick that? At the start, no. Well, now, no. I, now I, I think, did. Yeah, I did. Ah. So I just, I was, knowing it was time. Yeah, I was like, no, this. And when These Robert Pattinson's like, oh, I won't chase him. I was like, yeah, yeah that yeah. was the sus bit. Yeah. But I didn't quite pick it up that it was them. There you go. So yeah. yeah, from that aspect of it, I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. And that's when that's when I was in, when I was sitting next to Hats. He was like, oh yeah, wicked. I was like, shut <laughs> up, man. But that's when I think for me, I really it nailed it. I don't know if we needed that earlier, but I guess it was. To the end of the second act, like it was at that sort of moment. It was, was all, like, it was all mm, kind of building to that. that like yeah. they they'd done a little bit of back and forth, forth but yeah. not necessarily mm. back and forth interacting with each mm. other at the same time. Um, yeah, so that was yeah. probably my favorite in the film. Watching oh, yeah. him fight himself. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Just how everyone and the plane bit. You know, the amount yeah. of money that went into a physical plane. You know, doing this small, you know, huge explosion yep. wasn't overly amazing compared to some visual effects. But the fact they did it practically. Did Did you enjoy that incredible. aspect of it though? Because I sit back sometimes and I'm like, that's I actually really enjoyed that because mm. I'm trying to think what's the biggest scene of the film again for like a big moment. And when you talk of like with CGI and stuff, mm. that nailed it for me. Doing something a little different. Yeah. Yeah, that's just my thoughts. Yeah, mm. it's because obviously there there are bigger scale yeah. moments in the film and more CGI things, but I think that in its simplicity, probably well, not simplicity, it's still yeah. really complicated. I think that you're probably right. That's probably like the big mm. part of the like the main yeah and action scene. I don't know well, when you start saying. seeing mm. people move. Everyone was moving forward or backwards in time, and how that was working, and how it was sort of moving across each other. That was really interesting to me and how they shot that or how it all worked and how it connected. I was like, yeah. shit, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it was just going to them be d- them doing like dodgy shots that they've clearly just played in reverse, but they actually yeah. put a lot more effort into that. Yeah. When he's fighting himself um, reversed oh. or whatever, that's yeah. kind of terrifying and also really cool to watch. Yeah. Trippy. To, it's so trippy. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how they figured that out, but yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it gave the aspect, yeah, that it wasn't just forward and back. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, any, and I, anything and else? I think watching, um, you know, Kenneth's car go backwards, you know, when they're on the freeway yeah. and he's trying to get the case. That part, that moment where, you know, there's like the handover, but uh, the protagonist is in the car in the middle. Yeah. That part, I'm not entirely clear on. I yeah, feel I, I still need, don't get that. I yeah. need to rewatch that. Yeah. Um, and there are parts of it where it's like, you know, what's happened has already happened is the thing they keep saying yeah. in the movie where he's there and he's there at the same... I'm yeah. explaining this very poorly, but you know what I mean? Where, yeah. You know, where they're in the same... The forward Tom. person and the backward person is in the same area doing yeah. this, in, involved yeah. in the same event. That's the kind of stuff that threw me a little bit. So I probably just need to yeah, watch a good YouTube clip as well. Yeah, I've yeah. been reading a lot of explained articles. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been doing the same because when I looked at that again, I was like, that did make sort of semi-sense, but I'm like, how does it exactly work as items are going yeah. here and there? That was that was what got me a little bit. Yeah, uh, like the, the gold and stuff. It's like yeah. you have to imagine yourself dropping it. Well, yeah. If it's going back in time, does that mean you've... You've yeah. already held it. Mm. Anyway, mm. we're going deep on so, this. But. Uh, my next favourite thing was we spent a lot of times in shipping containers in this movie. We did. A lot of shipping container time. Yeah. And windmills. And windmills. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> as like a base, that was... I didn't mind it. Was What was your thoughts just on that sort of part? It slowed down the movie for me, but then as time jumped in certain parts there, they're like, they're sitting on one bit of the bed, then they're sitting on like another bed and these guys having conversations. Is anyone's... Thoughts on? I just found it sort of. It's, that was again the, the pacing stuff for me. It just slowed it all down. Yeah, 
I think mm. it's probably in terms of the story, it's probably one of the few ways they could do it yeah. without like having to explain how they're sitting in a cafe okay, yeah. and they're going back in time, but everyone else isn't. So I guess in that way, it kind of works. But yeah, you're right. It's not exactly thrilling having them no. have a conversation. But eh, I didn't. I didn't mind no, it. No. I didn't mind it. It didn't bother me too much. No, no. Uh, but and just going into it, do you want to skip skip to the end to discuss some theory? Yeah, yeah, sure. Go for it. So Connor, you know this theory. It's been passing around. The boy at the end, is he Robert Patterson? So I didn't even really consider that until no. I saw these theories popping up. But mm. it's possible, mm. all timey-wimey stuff yeah. as it is. Yeah, because I, I couldn't quite explain that even after watching it. Even they even hint at how that was possible. Yeah, I don't think they really did. No, but... Um, I think people are just assuming that it is possible because they knew each other and what have you. Mm. Which I don't even think the kid and... John David Washington interacted that much in the movie anyway, did they? No, no, yeah. that's that's exactly and right. I don't know the kid's name. No, no, I don't I don't know that either. Which fuels it. No, but, the you kid's know. no the kid's name is no the kid's got a name. Oh, does he? Boy one. No, apparently he has a name and it's like the bat so Neil It's lean. No, no, it's the, it's like the end. Neil's taken off it. I'm trying to. Where's there's the name of the kid? I've got to find it somewhere. Anyway, continue, continue. But yeah, it. anyway, I just on also just before we talk even more about that. What did you think the weakest part of the film was? Because I said to Will as well before... Apart from the sound mixing? Apart from the sound mixing, I actually thought the battle scene at the end was the weakest part, at least 20 minutes of the film. I thought you you know, have all these amazing action set pieces and then you get to this generic battlefield scene with people in different suits, some going forward in time, some going backwards in time, red and blue suits, you can't tell who's who, and it just feels really generic and to the point where I was kind of bored. Yeah, I think you're right. I Mm. that's as far as I thought I knew what was going on up until that point. That's where it kind of really threw me. I was like trying to keep track of right. So these guys have been through the fight, or they're they're making their way through the fight. Which way is going? Which Um, and the fact someone mentioned this to to me today actually as we're talking about it. You don't really see the bad guys. Like you see a few of them. Someone blows up something, but you never actually really see the enemy army that they're supposedly no. fighting, which is, makes no. it even more confusing. Um, yeah, and the suits looked a bit funny too. It looked like a 1970s James Bond film. Where, Bond again? Yeah. This yeah. is just his pitch for a James it Bond really film. Is, yeah. It really is. It really is. It must be. No, you're right. That was very... It was confusing. And even just the way it's edited, a lot of shaky cam, a lot of like yeah. quick cuts, it did throw things for a loop. The What about the... Um, how did you find the actual core storyline of John David Washington and... Uh, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson trying to go into the cave and everything and how that all worked. Did you sort of follow that a bit easier? No, I didn't. Oh. Funny enough. No, I was... I, by that point, I was almost so lost. You were I done? was <laughs> hoping for my explanation video at the end. Right. Um, but no, see, I didn't quite get that bit. I was almost so bored by the fight scene okay. that my concentration almost just went off it and I was like, I'm just going to watch this without thinking too much. Okay. And bits, and I just lost it even well, more. No, so I think I love... Uh, not that I love the end... But I love when you saw it from the perspective of Neil and how he was trying to. He's like, "Oh shit! Now I got to help them." And yeah. different. that's when it really clicked for me. Mm. And those sort of moments, because when you first see the car tooting, I'm like, "Fuck! Someone's going to get him! Someone's going to get him!" Mm. Oh shit! And they have to run into here. Yeah. And then when you work back, it's like, "Was well, Neil trying to fuck, like trying to, to help him. him?" Yeah. So uh, just going back. So oh, you found the name. The character's name is Max or Maximilian, and the British spelling is the last four letters is Neil backwards. So this is how everyone's trying to connect shit together by... Is his name actually Maximilian or are people yeah. reading into that? Yeah. Well, his name is Maximilian, apparently. It was Max. Right. Sense. So the British spelling is like Max or Maxi, M-I-L-I-E-N, and obviously Neil 
is the last yeah. four letters, the end of the name. That seems like a bit of a reach to me. Oh, massive <laughs> reach. But people then, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's what people are saying now is 100%. He's taken the last four letters mm. to create a name that's still his name or some, some yeah. shit. So yeah. um, no, I, I did enjoy that ending period though. But like you said, Jads, when it comes down to everyone's wearing the same shit, everyone's just running around. In gr- in brown environments as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah it made it difficult to know who was who again. Mm. And knowing that everyone sort of get, you know they're going to get through it. I, so, I always thought they were going to survive. Like I had to think they were going to survive. The stakes weren't there either. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess the stakes of the world were there, Jack. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's a that's very yeah. Nolan. Nolan's ever been one to be like, you know what? Everyone dies. Yeah. He's never, he's never done that in his film. So I guess you can't really be too surprised at that. No. But... I mean, no. it would have been cool for him to yeah. do that. Yeah, literally the movie cuts out, time stops, that's yeah. it. Very Sopranos. Mm. Yeah. Director's cut, kind of. Maybe something coming up. Um, someone raised this with me, uh, my mate who I saw it with raised with me, do you think he'll do a sequel to Tenet? Because obviously it leaves a lot open. I think with Nolan, he's a one-off kind of guy. He wants to go to a new idea. I, and I, I think this movie works perfectly as a one-off film. I don't see a need for a sequel, but if you guys do, shout out. Well, I think it's the same with me saying I'd love to see Inception too. Mm. Where, yeah, where does he go from there? Yeah, yeah like what if the story it? needs to be done? If they said there was a tenant too, mm. I'd be more than happy to go and see it. Mm. But there's got to be a, a good reason that you need to clear all this sort of stuff up. And I'd, I'd love to see something. Like I'd yeah. watch it. Yeah. If it was a Disney Plus TV series. Oh, I'd something. love to see it from another perspective too of time and – how it's worked to get to certain certain moments, yeah. but yeah, uh, it's like a lot of things. I'm happy with the one and done. Yeah, like, I'm, uh, I'm I'm in the same boat with Jack. I'm yeah. good with one. Like yeah. I feel like I wrapped it up neatly. Sure, every, it like implies a lot of things yeah. for the future, and there would be more. Yeah, but you don't have to go and explain that. It feel, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. And I think that's what a lot of sequels but, do. They set it up. They know it does well, and they force to explain that, and it ruins the original. Yeah, and I think Nolan just likes his original ideas. Leave a lot open. Yeah. And have it. I, I don't think this movie would hold up as well if there was a sequel. No, Interesting. I think that's fair. All um, right, I've got two more points. Okay. Um, the so John David Washington right at the end of the film when he gets into the car and yeah. shoots the arms dealer yeah. was that present Washington or future Washington who's come back, like far future Washington? Oh, like the leader think, of Tenet. I think that's the pres. That's the Washington we know. That's the one we follow. Yeah, I think that we follow, and that's when he's. See, I kind of thought that too, but then it's like, how does he get... Unless he's following her already, yeah. uh, Elizabeth Debicki's character, I can't remember the name of, yeah. how does he know that she's there? Or is that future tenant leader, Washington, who's come back, back. to the moment where she was killed to stop that happening? And then knows... Yeah, yeah the whole like timeline aspect of it where they've set... Because they, they said, essentially, if it's happened already, yeah. that's set in stone. Yeah. We just branch off and create another timeline, oh, essentially. Yeah. So mm. how that plays into it is another question. And your second point. The other thing, I've, uh, they mentioned this once in the movie, yeah. is if someone who's inverted touches the normal version of themselves who's moving forward in time, they like cease to exist this, yeah. or something. I thought we were going to get a case of that. I would have. I, yeah. I, I mm. wanted to see what that, how that happened, what that meant for the story. Even if, the, what I would have liked to have seen if something like that had happened too was maybe earlier in the film, something had happened and we see something like, oh shit, that's random. Like why? Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. Exp- and, and they, they don't explain it. And then they explained it later. Yeah. That would have probably been a cool way to do it maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, maybe or, in a second watch they did. Yeah. Uh, maybe. But, yeah. or you have that in the right at the end. Maybe they kill the, they kill Kenneth by doing that. They like smush his face against, <laughs> and he just like dissolves or something. But how, how it, all in all, how it all connected and how there are certain scenes and you see them from the different perspective. Yeah. By the end of the film, I, re- I really did enjoy it. Oh, it's so, very impressive. Yeah. Like, it's not a tactical scale. It's no. 
the fact that it, they pulled it off like relatively cohesively. I mean, depending who you are, yeah, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> Not me, yeah. No, um, no, but, yeah. No, but from from an all in all aspect of what we go see movies for, I enjoyed every moment of oh, it, yeah. and a rewatch by myself with some subtitles on. Do you think it will help? I think it will help. Yep, I, I think it will yeah. help. And I think going in and even watching Inception a second or third time. I enjoy it more now yeah, because I, agree with that. I understand the concept and I can watch it for what it is. And yep. I get what's going on. Whereas still that first time I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Whereas now I feel like I'd even go and watch it again this weekend just to hopefully try and understand a, a little mm. bit more of what's going on. And uh, I would recommend anyone who has the ability in the world to feel safe and go watch this to go see it. Yeah. Jack, mm. final thoughts? Yeah, I think second watching is definitely on my list. Do you, think you'll, do you think you'll like it better or worse the second I time? I think a lot better. I okay. actually do appreciate watching film second and picking up things, let alone something I didn't understand to start yeah. with. Uh, so I think even on a second watch, I might enjoy this a lot more. Uh, but I need to do that first. But otherwise, I would still recommend it. I just think, I, at the end of the day, I know it's what it is and it's still a great film, but I just wish there was a bit more uh, exposition leading up to some of these theories. Like you said, it sets up all these rules for this universe. Not everything is explained in detail, or nor do we see every one of those rules apply during the film. Yeah. Nice. Very well said, Jads. Very well said. And that means uh, we're done for Tenet. We're done? We're happy? We're I done. think so. I we're think done. so. We wrapped it up. Yeah. We've wrapped it up in a it's neat little time for time. Hey! School's out. <laughs> and it's time for show and tell. So um, I'll start off this week. Okay. So I finally watched uh, two things or finished one thing and watched one. Bad Boys for Life. Finally watched. Ah, so, I forgot that came out. Yeah, so did I, I. So did I. And this is the beauty of the streaming service then. Cause Which service did you watch it on? Uh, Amazon Prime. Right, okay. It's free so, on Amazon Prime. Prime. Yeah, so I loved it. For I'm not a massive Bad Boys fan. But not the story as much. Like, I love the fact of it's just a uh, thrill ride of action, stupid shooting shit. You know, the guys who come and help it, oh, yeah, they're just here. The banter between the two characters, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, like, are great. Mm. You can tell they've been doing this, they've been friends for 30 years, and they're just happy to take the massive paycheck to make this movie. Does it so, feel like a throwback to like those simpler movies, like yeah. the 90s, early 2000s, it sort does. of just action movies? Yeah. Straightforward, nothing too crazy about it? No, it's just there's this bad guy. And I was hoping that when they were saying that she's a witch or whatever, I was like, please actually don't be a witch. Like, don't have, bring some like witchcraft and yeah. real shit into it. Yeah, that would. They were teasing that at the start. I was actually like, is that. Actually, yeah, is she actually going to be a witch? That doesn't sound like it would fit at all. Yeah. No, so... I, I mean, Will Smith hasn't aged a day since Bad Boys 2. Martin Lawrence mm. has stacked on a bit of weight. Oh, you can but, tell Will, Will Smith uh, is aged. But, but well, he's yeah. uh, like a fine wine. He's, <laughs> he's all right. Oh, mate, you Your Will Smith dating. podcast yeah. is coming soon. <laughs> anyway. No, no, for, for what it was, I enjoyed it. It's a perfect popcorn flick. Yep. You've got two hours at home on a Sunday night like I did. Chuck it on and you'll enjoy yourself. If you just strap back, the annoying things were, again, the classic... Uh, tropes of you know they're racing the car and they're going to see the baby you know like the little things but yep. I'm like it's got to be comedy at some point too and the other group with uh, also my love for Vanessa Hudgens has come back is she in that movie? She's in, oh, have you not seen no, it? no I haven't seen it oh it's great Connor, I've only seen the first one to be honest oh, yeah. maybe a bit of the second one so she's in it as a part of this tack team that's helping them ah. you've seen it obviously haven't you Jets? I have yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think so you guys are the movie people I'm yeah, the, I'm the, the, the I, don't, I don't do the movies I do the games so I'm catching up from you guys so yeah I, I was surprised when she comes into I was like Damn, that's just my childhood too. That's that's me as a teenager. We're all in this together. Yeah. We, 
<laughs> but I was like, oh, okay, yep, she's hot again, and that group sort of good dynamics, and it was good action, good action flick. Mm. Yeah, mm. I don't know. No. I, I mean, I didn't love Bad Boys Two, and to have a sequel that sixteen years after yeah. Bad Boys Two, and to still because it's done very well, oh. and there's a fourth one already on in the planning Jesus. stage. So it's is, it, is Michael Bay directing these or no? No, it's these two new no. guys that are directing. Michael it. Bay did make a cameo. Yeah, he did. Oh. Yes, at the at a Being certain a scene. Yeah. Uh, no, but he just has those vibes to start yeah. with. Um, so yeah, he did make cameo, and apparently he will be coming back for number four potentially. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. I oh, like to direct, not as a cameo. Oh no, to direct right, so the okay. number four. He yep, wasn't right. part of this one apart from the cameo. Um, that's probably why oh, this so one was. These better. guys are now directing the Miss Marvel TV series. Hmm. Yeah. Neat. Have they done? Any, had they done anything before Bad so, Boys? Uh, Black Plaster, and they're doing Beverly Hills Cop Four. Mm. No so, idea. No idea. Snowfall, a TV series. Oh, on FX. That why does that ring a bell? Anyway, that's a, we can research that stuff. Yeah, uh, but no, then they're doing. Um, yeah, then they're doing the Miss Marvel thing. The whole thing, or just like a couple episodes? I think they're the directors of the t- uh, directors of the Disney Plus show. Huh, there you so go. I think a lot of people have said they were a massive get for that. Was they were really happy with the, was the, the two guys? I feel like a Miss Marvel show probably needs a good like character chemistry sort yeah. of energy vibe to it. Yeah. So that that was present in Bad Boys. Yeah, I felt yeah that worked pretty well. These guys are now thirty two and thirty four. So when they're making this, so in their third, like so they're young up and coming mm. directors. Cool, so, exciting. Yeah, good. Uh, the other thing I finally watched was I finished Watchmen. Yes. Ah, yes. No spoilers. I need, so kind of like, I need to do this. Yeah, you need to. So, but again, uh, I'll just say very quickly. Did you watch it legally? Yeah. Oh. I'll give you my fox of the cat, man. Hey. No, just get binge. Get the two weeks. Oh, yeah, get binge, yeah. Two weeks? Yeah, you get free two weeks. Binge on binge. Smash it. Anyway, yeah. enough ads for streaming services. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's too many now. Get on Quibi. Yeah. <laughs> Is that dead? No. <laughs> Still, I'm getting ads. Oh. I'm getting ads. Uh, but no, finally watched it, and it ties everything together from the, yeah, as quickly as possible, from like we said before, it gets to the point where now it makes sense, and... I think you said before, like you didn't enjoy the finale as much because the episode seven and eight was so good. Mm. Mm. But I think really there's not been that many TV shows that have nailed a season finale. I think from the aspect, because you have to tie everything together. Whereas I don't think the season finale is ever the best episode of a series. Yeah. But it's always, you just want it to be a strong and it was a strong finale. That's good. So that's all I'm happy with. It just kind of ties up most of Ties it up. and I'd love to watch another series. I know they're not doing it. Um, but I would love to continue this universe, and maybe they will in five, ten years, and we'll sit back and go, "This was great." Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Jads or Connor, who's gone next? Connor, what have you seen? Oh, or I haven't. Or gamed. Uh, what have I? Oh, uh, I've I've gone back and watched Middle Ditch and Schwartz on Netflix this past week. I'd already okay. seen it, but I went back and watched it again. What was it? Sorry, Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Okay. Um, it is Ben Schwartz, who you might know from uh, Sonic, yeah. the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, he was also in. He was the John Steve Ralphio, the Steve Crow show. He was just in. Oh, Space Force. Yes. He was in Space yeah, Force yeah. and um, most probably most notably John Ralphio in um, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, and Thomas Middleditch, who hasn't... He was in he was in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, small yeah. part in that. Mm. Uh, he was the lead guy in Silicon Valley, which is another good show that I need to finish. Yeah. Um, uh, that was on HBO. Mm. Um, so it's basically those two guys just doing a long... Pro- three. It's three specials and they're doing long-form improv. So they take a prompt from the audience um, oh, and then make oh. an hour-long comedy show out of it. Oh, and sure. they're... They've been doing this for years, from what I understand. So whose line is it anyway, kind of? Kind of, yeah, yeah. But they only take they talk to one person at the start of the show, and, and then that's the it, thing. and they just make it all up that's as great. they go along. And it's never perfect. There yeah. are moments where they lose track of you know who's who or what yeah. characters there are, but it's like they make it funny every time. These guys, I've been following. I've known them since. I don't know if you guys remember, you guys remember the web series Jake and Amir. 
No. I've no. heard of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that they were both in that. Yeah. Um, so I've known them for a long time since there, and they're hilarious. And the fact that they some of the some of the specials they, they <laughs> do you actually, guys message a lot. What sounds like you know them on a Not personal personally. level. <laughs> I know Jake and, oh, I've met Jake and Amir. Um, but like they actually managed to like wrap up these storylines in some of these improv shows with things that they like mentioned right at the start of the yeah. show or whatever. It brings it back around somehow really nicely. They're really good. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like a stand-up show, yeah. kind of like a sitcom thing, but I can definitely recommend it. So that's on Netflix, three episodes. Perfect. Um, other than that, I just started playing Metal Gear Solid Five, but I'm not too deep into okay. it to give you my recommendations. Okay, cool. cool. Jads, um, I recommend Pure Blonde Low Carb Lager. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fantastic beer. The official um, beer of screenplay. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're plugging so many things tonight. Um, but I saw Enola Holmes, so that's a new Netflix yes. Oh, yes. Uh, movie that launched about two nights ago. Um, so this stars Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, my mate Henry Cavill, and Sam well, Claflin. It's actually Jack's mate. Oh, yeah. uh, my mate. Uh, so Millie Bobby Brown plays Enola Holmes, who's related to the famous Sherlock. Sister, and right? Sister, yep, yep, of Sherlock Holmes and Mycroft Holmes, uh, played by Henry and Sam. And she's uh, their teen sister who discovers her mother's missing, and essentially she sets off. To find them, to find her. Did you and read that off Wikipedia again? Uh, no, IMDb kind of. Oh, a difference, nice, mate. Nice. Um, but it's it's a fine film. It's definitely aimed for probably more the teenage girls mm. audience. Um, but it's a fine flick. It's it's interesting. It's it's light hearted. Um, you know, there's a few jokes here and there, and Millie Bobby Brown's talking to the camera a lot of the time. Yep. To involve the audience, uh, it's perfectly fine to our film. You know, it's definitely Netflix grade. It's watchable. Quality. It's watchable. I wouldn't say go out and make this your first thing on Netflix to go and watch right now. But it's probably one of the better things Netflix have produced in a while. And all the acting's fine. I actually quite like Millie Bobby Brown. She's, I didn't uh, realize she was British, to be honest. No, no, neither did I. No, not since Stranger Things. But uh, she plays her role well. And I think, like, this might sound a bit corny, but I do see her as being quite prominent in the Hollywood space. Uh, in a few call. years' time. Big calls. Mm. Big we should, call, we should do an episode on big calls. Big, call, yeah. big calls. That big was calls. Write it down. Big calls. <laughs> Done. Write it down. And um, on top me. of that too, I've started Shit's Creek after winning seven Emmys uh, last week. And I must say, it's. Um, have you watched it, Connor? No. Uh, I will admit, it's actually a very good show. I heard the first season's not great, and it, but it picks up from Well, that. I've watched the first season. Oh, and, and you, you like do it. have to watch, I think, half the first yeah. season to really get into the characters. Okay. But it is actually quite generally funny. There's very rarely do I find a show that I actually like the style of humour and actually quite like it. Um, and, yeah, I could definitely recommend it. But you do have to give the show, at least, like I said, probably a season okay. for most people to get into. But then I, I haven't seen the other seasons yet, but it apparently does get... Much better in quality, which a lot of shows don't. Keep us posted. I will keep you posted on Shit's Creek. So that get, is on my list, actually. Get around that. It's on Netflix. You just give it. The episode's only twenty minutes, thirteen episodes a season. So you, you know you can watch it all in what twenty four hours. Um, and then I've just been playing Serious Sam Four, which is uh, just a shoot 'em up uh, PC game. Serious Sam's been around for years, and I still don't know what it is. It's just. It is. It's a PC game. It's a PC game. <laughs> it's essentially it's just a shoot 'em up. There's no, there's a very rough story held between. Uh, action sequences where essentially you're given what 20 guns and you just shoot almost unlimited amount of different enemies coming at you right and then you go into the next base do the same so then there might be a boss there's no substance to it it's really arcadey shoot 'em up kind okay. of game there's you can find I, I am quite bored by it and I've only ah. played you know a couple of hours have you played the the recent doom game see it's very similar to doom That's it's what I was gonna ask it's it's kind of just endless bad guys coming at you right so lots of violence 
and there's, but there's little substance in between it all. Right. So, I, see, mm. I love the Doom. I've only played the first one so far. I really like that. Do you mm. reckon I'd like Serious Sam or is it I think different? you would, but the quality of this game is lots of um, graphical hiccups right now and right. this new one and everything. Okay. I would say Doom's a f- more finer experience we'll as a whole. Yeah, it seems it's a bit more... Well, bit more of quality. Of Serious Sam, like, Serious Sam's just shoot everything, whereas Doom's a bit more like you have to... Dodge and move. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, no, I agree. There's a bit more skill it. behind yep. Doom, in yep. my opinion. I've only played the recent remake, yep. not the ex- not um, internal. Yep. Um, but yeah, I probably wouldn't recommend this uh, for yeah. 56 bucks. Ooh. I kind of want it back already. Um, but the, you know, they're going to add a few elements into this game as it's released. But the stage, uh, it reminds me of a game made 10 years ago. Okay. I don't yeah. think they. How often is it in the show and tell section that you have things you don't recommend? Because I feel like every time I've been on, there's it's always been a recommendation. We're quite positive people, kind yeah. of. That's, um, <laughs> that's not a bad thing. No, I'm trying um, to think yeah. the. Yeah, oh. but I don't recommend Serious Sam, so that says one. Uh, yeah. I think at the moment, because there's not that much content coming out, too, I haven't uh, watched a lot of stuff where. I'm like, there's all this stuff out now where I've got a list of stuff I want to yep. tick off and it's stuff I want to watch. Yeah. So I think when we start getting back to a point where... When there's you know, nothing to watch. Well, or something's come out this week and we go, well, we have to watch this for the show. Yep. And then we both watch it and we're like, well, this is shit. <laughs> like, yeah. so I, th- I don't think there's much... I feel like the Holmes one could be my first one like that or if I, I saw Bloodshots now out on... Um, uh, I do kind of want to watch that. Yeah, no, so do I. What are but, you guys doing now? Yeah. <laughs> Recording a podcast, just, yeah. But it's on Prime, so I'm like, Okay, I'm going to watch this at some point, yeah. and that might be my first one where I go, I don't like it, but I'm pretty positive in things of from a movie going experience. I if think I enjoy it. it's pretty hard to find something that's objectively like bad. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw that was actually like a bad movie that I turned off or didn't finish watching. From from all I remember, my one I hated the most in a movie going experience is always that Fantastic Four, the last one. Ah, see, I saw that on a plane, which may have made it better because I was trapped on a plane for yeah. ten hours. And you had to watch it. I just it. needed an escape, and I was yeah. like, "This is something." Oh, you saved yourself a lot of money there. Yeah. We had to see that at the cinemas. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! But you know, from, from that's that's hours. probably the last time mm. I can think of genuinely hating something yeah. so much that I started to laugh. Um, yeah. Or no, sorry, the other one I hated was the Dark Phoenix. The, Actually, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's horrendous. You're right. That's I. That would be mine as well. Yeah. I was going to say the last that's Transformers movie, not Bumblebee, the one, one before, before that. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, no, you're right. Dark the Phoenix. last night or whatever. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah Dark Phoenix was yeah. just... Horror. It was from boring. It was just like... Yeah, anyway. Well, yeah. you can listen to our X-Men podcast. What number was that, Jads? Uh, that was episode 20, but we are going to do one on the prequel trilogy uh, yeah. coming up soon, Connor. So. Prequel tri- oh, did you just do the OG? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're more than welcome. I, I can. I think I can pick the rankings yeah. for that one. But yeah, yeah, so can I. Yeah. But yeah. So Good, because I'll be doing it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we've smashed it through tonight, guys. And Again. Connor's, yeah. You're quite peckish now, I reckon, aren't you, mate? I'm going to yeah. stop uh, talking so much. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. That's no, good. Yes. No. <laughs> no, delightful, guys. So, Connor, where can everyone uh, find you again? Uh, at C-W-E-J-Y-M-C-K-N-Z-I-E-C-J McKenzie on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, very good. I've got and the spiel down now. Yeah, yeah, you do, and I still don't. Um, Jack underscore Mason 22 on Instagram. It's wrong. It's Jackie Boys. Fuck, is it? No, no it's no. not. Nah, no, no, I, I got, got it right. That's girl. the problem. You don't have the same one. <laughs> Um, Jack, oh shit, no. Jack, Jack <laughs> underscore Mason twenty two on Twitter and Insta. And what about on, on, what about on Twitch? Uh, do you Twitch, Jack? <laughs> what about on LinkedIn? Are you occasionally with my eye? Are you that on was Twitch? A, that was a wild guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. On what about on TikTok? No. I am on TikTok. Will's a follower. Yeah. yeah. Do you still make your cat videos on TikTok? What? Dog what is TikTok? That's <laughs> no, another it's podcast. Okay, no, no, no. We'll, we'll start. TikTok is now turned into. It's Vine. It's ba- yeah, it's just yeah, si- it can better. be sixty second videos. Ugh. 
and it's just chicks dancing. Uh, what again is Don't dig for yourself people? A hole, mate. Yeah, no, <laughs> for me, I got no one to dig a hole with. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, it's it's that, or then it's just random like clips of YouTube videos and like highlights of sport or cooking videos, right? But there's no algorithm essentially to it, so anything can really yeah. now. Obviously, they know what I like, and so I'll so get... So they're kind of learning. They kind of know, yeah. but I think the whole point at the start was we have no algorithm. You can literally be scrolling here, and you can get someone in Adelaide, or you can get someone in, I don't know, Prague Timbuktu. or something. Yeah, you can get someone anywhere, and you're right. just be scrolling their content. It sounds uh, like a lot. But, oh, yeah. it's just music for the last six months has been made, and I was listening to people at the side of the year going, if you're trying to be an artist now, get just make songs for TikToks. Yeah, yeah. Make dance songs. That's like Jason Derulo's latest... Like three or four songs have literally just been ones that are good for dancers, right? Okay. So that then he just puts it in his. So he's like the biggest, like one of the biggest TikTokers now. So he's gone. No, but he's who gone. Who'd have thought? Hey? Yeah, who would have thought? A generation of people who wouldn't have known him. He's now made all these songs for TikTok now. So it's shit. It really is. So yeah, yeah you haven't sold me on it. To no. Be honest. Well, we tried yeah, to put. We're some, not trying. <laughs> at the start of the pod, I'd put like little clips, just hoping maybe something blows up. Yeah. But obviously, just nothing connected with anything. That's six followers. Ooh. Just because the algorithm obviously is not going to work for that. Yeah. There's no reason. It's, yeah, it seems like it'd be a very certain kind of demographic. Oh, well, I know yeah, a lot demographic of and also like video kind of content. Yeah, I, I just know. don't get it how it works because some people similar to us have put stuff out and they put out three videos and one got a million views. Jeez. Mm. And the content is no different. So just it was... Yeah. And then maybe if you hit it and it was perfect. It's so, just the yeah. fun of the algorithm. Yeah. Mm. So again, uh, that's our TikTok chat for today <laughs> uh, to end the podcast with. But you can follow us at screen underscore blend. Me will be cuts. I'm going to start doing our mailbag segment for the end of each episode Ooh. for everyone. So Ooh. get people to bring in a, a question about anything. Comment from each of us. I yeah. like it. Yeah. So and then we'll direct it at each other, and we'll have, say sixty seconds to to answer the question. Yep. So Great. a little bit of fun, and then we can have some sort of countdown type of music. Oh, oh that's ready ominous. to go um, as we answer a question or or something like that. So uh, that's the idea. We'll bring it next week, but you can follow, um, send us those through by mm. just tagging ScreenBlend on any forms of social media or going to the website, Jack, what is ScreenBlend.net and going yes. to contact us segment with your question and we will get back to them on uh, uh, on an episode. So again, everyone, thank you very much. Yeah. Connor, thank Calling you for in joining us. Thanks again, fellas. Yeah. Uh, see you later, guys. And we will see you next week. Oh. Ooh.